What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Beer Battered Sports Podcast, the podcast created by sports fans for sports fans because we believe that we are the most qualified to talk about our favorite teams. I'm your co-host, Isaac. And I'm Kylie. And I'm 40. And before we begin episode 40, 42? 41. It should be 42. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it is 42. 42. It's 42, the meaning of life. I mistyped. Whatever. It's okay. It's okay. Before we get episode 42, everybody, uh, we have a big announcement. We now have our first merch. That is right. If you go on to our Twitter account and click on the link to our link tree, you'll be directed to our site where we are giving out our official merch. You get shirts, both short sleeve and long sleeve, and hoodies with our logos on the front and back. They come. How many colors do they come in, Kylie? Three. Black, white, and light gray. Heather gray? Yes. Would it be Heather Gray? Probably Heather Gray. Probably. You get the point. Mike says, yo, what's up, Mike? Glad to see you hey, tuning what in. Up, Mike? Well, uh, so yeah, our first merch is officially live. And if you go to our Twitter account and click on the link to our link tree, you can go get you some good prices, good quality. There will be more, but this is just our first line. But finally, <laughs> after nearly a year of doing this podcast, we got merch. So <laughs> pretty good. Dude, you can blame my freaking brother for that one. Dude took 50 years. It's okay. I love him. But it took a while for him to finally get the logo sent over to me. Well, with that being said, let's jump right on in. We got an exciting episode today. We're going to be uh, – it's mid, it's the midway point of the NFL season, so we're going to take a look at our uh, preseason predictions, see what's going on there, make our game picks for week 10. We're going to be uh, talking about uh, Thanks, Mike. basketball and hockey. Them. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate that. We're going to talk about the NBA and the NHL, all the drama going on there. And, of course, we're going to start by talking about the World Series, unfortunately. Uh, and Can for all of our Philly fans who are listening in, <laughs> you may want to skip ahead. Uh, or if you're watching Muted. live, you may mute for a little bit. I am so yeah. sorry for what's about to yeah. happen. We got to talk about the World Series. Kylie, as our resident Phillies fan, how you doing? I just saw all of our viewers just drop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Come yeah, back! That, yeah, uh, that sucked. Um, I had hope after Schwarber gave, got a leadoff home run, and Jordan Alvarez is just too good. That dude smacked the hell out of that ball. Who ended up winning uh, MVP for the series? Pena. Jeremy Pena? Yep, that dude's insane as well. All right, I mean, he, he won MVP for the uh, ALCS too, so. Yeah, um... I mean, I didn't expect to win. I really didn't. Um, it just sucks. As a as a not as not a Philly fan, but as a baseball fan, I don't think anybody even expected the Phillies to be there. So, no. yeah, I mean, yeah, they lost. Everybody was rooting for them, but you know, at the end of the day, you got to really shout out the Phillies for getting hot at the right time and ending this season great on a, on, on the right note. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're getting a lot of this team back next year. So everybody's going to be back except for probably Eflin. Segura is not going to be back. Um, we're going to get Trey Turner. There's no doubt in my mind about that one. Um, we're going to, we might even get Rodon. So, and we got a couple pitchers down in the minors who, are very, very close to coming up. So 
I expect at least one of the three, at least, to be up here at some point in the season, probably earlier than expected. So we'll see. It all depends on what we do in free agency. But Yeah, so with that being said, you know, you guys ended the season on a hot note. Yeah, you didn't yeah. win the series, but you get this team back next year with some key players you may be able to add in the offseason. Yeah. You no, know, you 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 have to be excited for what is on the Phillies roster and what what's to come. Yeah. Uh I I mean, I really <laughs> hate dude, the Astros. I really hate the Astros, but Yeah. They, they oh. played very great baseball in in that series and maybe a couple games were questionable where we could have said, "Ah, eh, there may have been some a little bit of cheating involved, but at the end, I'll be all, like you said, Jordan Alvarez, he's just, he's, he's different. And that guy, he, he, he showed up at the right time. Absolutely. He did. And I got my frustrations out pretty early. Uh, the next morning I played some MLB, the show, and I kicked their ass 39, nothing. I hit Alvarez like four times. I had like four or five pitcher ejections. Like I, <laughs> I definitely took out my frustrations, and it, it actually does make you feel better. If you're listening in, the reason why Kylie does that is because if she doesn't take out that rage, then a pizza box at work will be thrown into an incinerator, multiple pizza boxes, <laughs> and a customer might get stabbed. I've seen it in person; it happens. She also may be uh, banned from Twitter as well if she doesn't get her frustration out that way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'll say this on the series. I'll say this. Um, just felt like after the no hitter, all the energy was sucked out of that series. Yeah. After the Astros no hit, it's that's the moment the series died. I'll give the Phillies credit; they pushed it to six games. But uh, man, just I feel bad for Philly. Yeah, Philly. That was a rough day for Philly. Not only did they lose to the Astros, but the Union. I don't know. I know we don't talk about Major League Soccer. Um, but man, the Union. First ever MLS Cup appearance. They're going up against another team making their first appearance, LAFC. Big series expectations. Someone's going to come away with their first title. And Philly took a three to two lead with seconds left. And then Gareth Bale. For, yeah, Gareth Bale and for LAFC tied it up with just the last in the last seconds of um, extra time. And yeah, then that, they lost on penalties. Game. So rough day for Philly sports. They did have the Eagles win that day, though. They did. They did. <laughs> we don't care. It's a regular. It wasn't even that day. It was a Texans game. They won on Thursday. They didn't and it even care. <laughs> yeah, and that game, actually, like, the Eagles struggled in that game, too. So, that, e- Eagles fans can't even look back at that and be like, Ugh, at least we have the Eagles. thousand percent the Eagles struggled in that game. Yeah. Very ugly. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Kylie, any last thoughts on uh, – this season as a whole, any early expectations for next season? Early expectations? Um, you got to make the playoffs. I mean, I that that the NL East is absolutely loaded with the Braves, the Mets, and us. It's only a three-headed horse. I mean, the Nationals and the Marlins aren't going to do anything, really. At least not what it looks like for now. So, especially the Nationals. So, you got to at least make the playoffs. It's a tough division, so I'm not just going to go and say win the division because both teams are just loaded. Uh, the other two teams are just loaded. So, I make the playoffs, get to at least the NLDS. I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't be in the NLDS. 
after that, please go further. But expectation and LDS, nothing less. Anything less is a disappointment. You heard it, you heard it here first. And I don't think anybody could disagree with me on that one. We didn't expect to make the World Series. We barely expected to make the playoffs the entire year. But you made the World Series. You got that experience. You lost the World Series. That hunger better still be there. I like that. I get yeah. it. I'm down. I mean, right. Jeter said he didn't even play in the postseason his rookie year. And he said he hated that feeling. And look what happened to him. Five rings. Yeah. So, well, what well, uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's five. While we're yeah. discussing this, I just realized I've made a horrible mistake in my math. Um, I'm, I'm calculating the, the, the overall records for our um, NFL week-by-week predictions. Mm-hmm. At some point, I missed some games because uh, the math, the numbers aren't adding up. Before you get to the ML, before you get to the NFL stuff. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to figure this out. We oh, are, boy. yeah. Go ahead. While you figure that out, we do head into the um, free agency, and there's a couple of things, important dates that you guys should probably know. Tomorrow is when free agency begins, so that's going to be. It's probably not going to be crazy. It's not like you know the NBA and stuff where people are signing that second. There's going to be meetings and stuff, and it's more in-depth usually. Uh, November 15th is the deadline for teams to add minor leaguers to the 40-man roster to protect them from the Rule 5 draft, which is, if you don't know, it's a – if you've been in the minor leagues for five years and you don't make the 40-man roster, it's a new draft and you're going to get to a different team potentially. November 18th is the non-tender deadline for qualifying offers, I believe. I forget what that is. November 20th is the deadline for free agents to accept or reject the qualifying offer. The December 5th to the 8th is the winter meetings in San Diego, which is usually the time where we expect big name free agents to, to be rumored in some places. December 7th is the Rule 5 draft. January 13th is the deadline for teams and arbitration eligible players to submit salary figures. January 30th is the arbitration hearings. And February 24th, 2023 is when we get baseball back for spring training. Long time to go, but counting down the days already. I'm excited. Very excited. Uh, Did you get your football numbers correct? Uh, I'm going to figure that out another time. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All Let's I know over is... to the NFL anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. At some point in recording our week by week, uh, our week by week, um, uh, results, I made a mistake somewhere. So, uh, I somehow Kylie ended up with like 10 more games than the rest of us. So I'm going to go back and fix that between episodes. But in the meantime, I was thinking for today's episode, it's the halfway point of the NFL season. Let's look back at our predictions and see how we're doing so far. So I'm going to pull up our My MVP pick is looking beautiful. Oh yeah. So let's start off be with honest. My MVP pick is right behind yours. Oh yeah. Let's you start off with uh, let's start off with Calvin what your predictions are. So at the halfway point of the season, Calvin, here's what you said. 
Calvin, you had in the AFC, you had for your AFC playoff teams, starting with the AFC East. Calvin, you said Buffalo would win, Miami would clinch a wild card berth. So far, it's looking like that most likely will happen. Kylie, for the AFC East, you said it was Buffalo and Miami. I said it would be just Buffalo going to the playoffs, but we all predicted those two teams. So far, looks like we're pretty much correct. I don't think any of us expected the Jets to be as good as they've looked. No, absolutely not. Jets lost me a lot of money the other day. I'm not going to even lie to you. The Bills, <laughs> ah, Josh Allen, he, he was the last game I needed to. It, it, it's crazy. The Jets have officially gone from that team that everyone hides in the corner and screams because they don't know what it is to now. Now it's like, oh, oh, you're a good football team. Okay, that's fine. Um, in the <laughs> AFC North, I think everybody was correct. We all... So Calvin and Kyle, you both picked Baltimore and Cincinnati. I picked Cincinnati to beat Baltimore. It looks like it's going to be a race between those two teams right now. Uh, Pretty I, much expected. I don't think there's a race anymore. Baltimore got high at the right time. They don't play another game for another 14 days. Yeah, um, yeah they, they, they honestly should be 9-0, but we'll get into that later after you're done with this. <laughs> yeah. In the AFC South, um, well – uh, I predicted Tennessee would be the only playoff team. Um, that's looking like it's going to be the case. But uh, you guys said the Colts would win the South, and um, yeah, I look. I holy shit! I don't know why I said the Colts to be honest, but I so yeah, okay. I have no idea why I picked the Colts. Oh dear lord! Okay, so I mean, I guess this is now as good a time to any as any to announce that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eric from Colts coverage is going to be on the episode next week. Yeah. To talk about Eagles, Colts, and the Colts themselves and football in general. I guess um, it's a perfect time, too. It's perfect because Frank Reich just got fired. They hired Jeff Saturday as their uh, interim head coach. Like, that team, they're on the hunt for C.J. Stroud or – Bryce Young, because this is the damn. Go ahead, Calvin, because my rant's going to be a little long. Go ahead, Calvin. <laughs> I, I hope they don't get Bryce Young. That's all I was going to say. So, I need to go on a little rant here. Feel free. I have some problems with the Colts, man. It's the most well, blat- it's the most blatant example of tanking I've ever seen. They didn't even go for anybody with any football experience of coaching. They just were like, "Let's hire a former player." And, and that none of them have any experience calling plays. They probably don't have a playbook cooked up now. They basically straight up just said, fuck it, let's let's lose. Yeah. I got a problem with that. I, I, I made it clear over the year over the time we did in this podcast that I'm not a fan of tanking. I understand why teams do it, but I don't like it. But the Colts have taken it to a new extreme. Why do you hire Jeff Saturday? I understand he's a franchise icon. He was the center that he was the center for Peyton Manning for years. You know, he was a part of the Super Bowl running team. But the dude has no coaching experience. His only experience is basically to be on ESPN. And I don't take ESPN seriously anymore because, you know, their shows are just garbage at this point. That's another yeah. tangent for another day. Why? At this point, if I'm a Colts fan, I'm selling my season tickets because it's clear the team doesn't care about the city. They don't care about, you know, trying to, you know, make money. All they care about is just, you know, you know, tanking to get better. And it's shown tanking doesn't always work. The Sixers no. tried to pioneer tanking, and unfortunately, sorry, Kylie, it hasn't really worked out for them. They don't have any rings to show for it. 
the Dolphins tanked for Tua, and it still took him like two or three years to finally get started. And even then, it's like, well, unfortunately, the rest of the AFC East is so stacked that nobody knows what to do now. It's like, you might not even make the playoffs. It's I just... What the Colts are doing spits in the face of football as a whole, and it really just pisses me off. I cannot wait to have Colts coverage on here. I want to pick his brain about this because I'm sure he's just Dude, as pissed off as I am. I, I've been talking to him for I, – I've been in contact with him. This it, It's it's a shit show, dude. Um, I I don't even – I can't even begin. No way, bro. Jeff Saturday is going to kill it. The Colts season turnaround starts now. We'll see. We'll see. So <laughs> it's I, not happening. Passing. I away. have. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have more faith in Jeff Saturday than most. I just love Jeff Saturday. He's a great guy, but he's he has no coaching experience. Okay. I Brian mean, Flores is right there. Just get Brian Flores. The dude is literally that. Look what the dude did with the Dolphins. He's right there. You you want an interim head coach that yeah. you can transition to, like you know, being a. Whatever, I don't, I don't care anymore. But the Colts, no good. What's the, what was the next division? AFC West. <laughs> we all, pre- we all pretty much got the AFC West right, except for me. We all said that either the Chargers or the Chiefs was going to win it. Kylie and I said that Kansas City was going to win it, with the Chargers being the wild card team. Calvin, you said the Chargers win. At this point, the Chiefs look unstoppable. Uh, well, sort of unstoppable. The Chargers look good too, but they've had their ups and downs. Nobody Char- said that Vegas was going to win, so. Chargers got a lot of injuries. That's what's going on with that team. Yeah. Once they get their guys back, they should be right back there with the Chiefs. The one person who uh, said something about the AFC West that they regret is me. I said Denver would make the playoffs. I was very wrong. No way. Um, okay, NFC East. We all sort of got this one right. We all said either Philly or Dallas. Well, you guys said Philly. I said Dallas. Because um, you're an asshole. I, Calvin, you said Washington would be a wild card team. Watch. Um, We're still here. Yeah. We're not that Maybe. far. None of us predicted that the Giants would be as good as they've been. And even then, no one still trusts the Giants. I trust them. Seattle is better than expected. Um, There's still a chance for all four teams in our division to make, a, make the playoffs. With how bad the NFC is, you could. And it would be so funny. Same I thing could happen to the AFC. It. If everything goes right in the AFC, I, you could get all four teams for the AFC East in the playoffs. I can't wait until we talk about that Redskins game or Commanders game because we honestly should have won that game. And I told you guys about the Vikings. They're not as good as they their record says. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Vikings, every single one of us said that the Vikings would win the NFC North. I said Detroit would make the playoffs, so I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Um, hey, they're getting better. Um, but we all pr- correctly predicted that Green Bay would not make the playoffs, and that does not look like it's going to happen. Uh, look the- at us, dude. Look at our hatred for Aaron Rodgers being correct. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't hate that guy. You know I got well, you know, you, I love but... that guy, but I just didn't see him doing it this year. So in the Definitely NFC not. South, Calvin and I correctly predicted that the Bucks would be the division leader. And yeah, yeah. I don't think any of us thought it would be this bad, but we all thought Tampa would be in the mix. But Kylie. It feels like the 2019 NFC East. Kylie. Shut up. Why'd you pick the Panthers to win the South? <laughs> I'm looking back at this as like there's no fucking way she picked the Panthers. And I thought back's like, oh yeah, she so, did. You said the Panthers. They're the worst team in football. So I expected Baker to be a lot better than he was. I told you about that guy 13 episodes ago. 
you did you did <laughs> and <laughs> so not only that but i you know how i have those like random ass just like stupid takes that i do because maybe they're gonna be right about like no nah, this one this one was awful they never they're never right i don't know why i keep doing it they're just never right but none of us expected the panthers to be this bad you gotta admit uh i i i i kind of i kind of i kind of I I knew the panthers actually no you're talking about a guy who had Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry on the same team and didn't do shit with them. That, like, come on, man. No, no way. No way. Alvin's actually right. He's the only one who said the Panthers wouldn't finish first or second. I had the finishing runner up. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. The West. Uh, we yeah. all got the West wrong. The only person who came close to predicting the West so far was me when I said San Francisco would be a wild card team. We all had Seattle finishing last. We all had the Rams winning the West. Wow. We did not see that one coming. No. The Oh, the Rams lost the other day. Ooh. Yeah. San Francisco's back in well no, Seattle is. Seattle is. Seattle's yeah. Uh looking at our individual awards. Um Calvin, your predictions. You had Lamar for MVP, Stefan Diggs for <laughs> offensive player of the year, Bobby Wagner for defensive player of the year, Ron Rivera for coach of the year, George Pickens for offensive rookie of the year and Drake Jackson for Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to give you a chance. You can change one of those. Only one. Then I'll change my Rookie of the Year for defense. I like Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, gotcha. Ooh, I like that. I'll say this. Your MVP pick looks good. My Yeah, yeah, he's right behind Jalen Hurts. He's, if he was 9-0, he'd be the he'd be the front runner. But because of those three losses that he has, that's why Jalen Hurts has the upper edge against Lamar right now. Yeah. Kylie, your picks individual MVP. You said Jalen Hurts, Offensive Player of the Year. You said Josh Allen. Looks like oh, it. Wait, wait. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but our two Offensive Player of the Year takes they look very good right now. It's either going to come down to Josh Allen doing something spectacular or Diggs is having the most receiving yards in the league. Oh yeah, yeah. So Kylie, you said Jalen Hurts for MVP. Looks like it. Josh Allen for Offensive Player of the Year, looks like it. Aaron Donald for Defensive Player of the Year. Well, he's still playing awesome. And you had George Pickens as Offensive Rookie of the Year, N'Kobe Dean as Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Dan Campbell as Coach of the Year. You can change one. Who are you changing? Who was my Coach of the Year? You had Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Which, I don't know. If the commies keep turning it around, he maybe. He still has a chance. <laughs> I was going to say, he still has a chance. <laughs> um, Change one. I like Sauce Gardner. That I like that Sauce Gardner one. Um, I don't want to say Coach of the Year for Sirianni because he's not going to get it. It's not going to be Dan Campbell either. But it's going to be that guy over there in uh, New York. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my Coach of the Year to Brian Dable. All right. Finally, for me, I had Cooper Cup as MVP. Uh, Josh Allen is Offensive Player of the Year. TJ Watt is Defensive Player. Kill me. Dan Campbell, <laughs> kill me as Coach of the Year. Chris Olave, kill me as Offensive Rookie of the Year. And Trey Hutchinson is Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to – Kenneth Walker's a rookie, right? Uh, I think so. I'm going to mm-hmm. change it to Kenneth Walker as Offensive Rookie of the Year. That dude is car- uh, carried me to an 8-1 who, who start. Who was my Offensive Rookie of the Year? 
You had George Pickens. Uh, George Pickens. Uh, if he had a better quarterback, he'd be the offensive rookie of the year. Kenneth Walker he's, has he's been. Good. Kenneth Walker's been tearing it up. He's been. Yeah, yeah, Kenneth Walker's too, a rookie. One. Speaking of which, I have something to speak on the in terms of fantasy. Um, this is for Josh Lash, uh, a former college buddy of mine. Go have sex with yourself, you asshole. My undefeated streak. He ruined it. He ruined it. I would have been nine and zero. And Josh, go sex yourself, Josh. You know who? You know who? My we... best fantasy start ever. Ruined. <laughs> I'm kidding, Josh. I love you, but. <laughs> so. Wait, sorry. You know who we forgot? Who? You're right. Kenneth Walker is a rookie, but Damian Pierce, the guy on the Texans. Yeah. If he weren't on the Texans, um, he's actually number two in running right now. So you're right with the Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is the best odds right now. And then Damian Pierce is second. Chris Olave is third. Garrett Wilson's fourth. George Pickens is fifth. So Pickens still has a chance, Bradley. We're still in there. Fair enough. That that picture, that video of him when he got drafted, it's just – we yeah. all knew that dude was yeah. gonna be. <laughs> we were like, "This dude's gonna be a menace." <laughs> um, Wait, I, I do have the odds for everything up here. If you guys want to hear them, the offensive player of the year, Kylie, you look good right now. First place, Jalen, uh, 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 Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Second place, Jalen Hurts. Third place, my guy, Stephon Diggs. Fourth is Justin Jefferson, and then fifth is Lamar. Defensive player of the year right now. First is Micah Parsons. Second, Nick Bosa. Third, Miles Garrett. Fourth, Matthew Judon. And fifth, Aaron Donald. Comeback player of the year. Geno Smith, number one. I love that. On two, Christian McCaffrey, three. Derrick Henry, fourth. And Nick Gates, fifth. Whoever Nick Gates is. Wait, who did you say was going to be off uh, coach of the year before you said you didn't want to pick who? I didn't want to pick Sirianni because <laughs> Nick is he Sirianni, leading? Number one, son of a bitch! I knew it. Brian wow. number two, Kevin O'Connell number three, Pete Damn. Carroll number four, and Robert Sala number five. Damn it! Um, and then mm. let's see. Nice, Kylie. Yeah. It's it, it's been set in stone. It's Brian Dable now. You gotta hope that the Giants pull it off. Damn, no. <laughs> MVP. Wow. Okay. I don't know what this guy did on Sunday to do this, but Pat Mahomes is number one right now. Oh well, yeah, it makes sense. He went off. He, he was he, he single handedly pulled the Chiefs to a win. That was great. Excuse me. We have Pat Mahomes at one. Jalen Hurts at two. Lamar Jackson at three, Josh Allen at four, and Tua Tunga Viola at five. <laughs> no love for Bullshit. players that aren't quarterbacks. That upsets me, but <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, the the next <laughs> wait one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. It's the tenth guy that shows up on this list. That's a non quarterback, and that's Tyreek Hill. God damn it! Wow. Well, with that being said. Let's uh, let's do a quick recap of this last week in the NFL. There, uh, one I'm more gonna... thing, though. Oh, one more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was like right before we went live. Right, 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 right. D.C. Attorney General to hold press conference on Thursday at noon, so tomorrow at noon. 
to make major announcement regarding the Washington Commanders comes one week after a team hired Bank of America to explore sale options. I wonder what it's going to be. Hopefully it means yeah, somebody, I wonder. Hopefully it means somebody's buying the team and hopefully it means they're building a new site at RFK. I would love it. That's it's not going to be RFK, see. but that'd be nice. Bring the fans back, man. If they so, rebuilt RFK, I packed stadium. It would packed. be. It would be. So let's quickly look at the games from last week. I'm just going to go rapid fire through them. You guys give me some quick thoughts. We start off Thursday night. Eagles are still undefeated. They beat the Texans. Kylie, how are you feeling? No birds? No birds. Gotcha. Uh, Next up, Falcons lose a heartbreaker. They lose the division lead to the uh, Chargers. That was a rough one, Falcons. Yeah, it's crazy because they actually had the game in their hands. The guy fumbled the – so the Chargers – it's funny. I was in the casino watching this game. Um, (laughs) <laughs> when are you not at the casino? <laughs> <laughs> I had money on the Chargers. When we're doing the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so the uh, the Chargers, they're driving. Austin Eckler actually fumbles. The guy, uh, the defensive lineman on the uh, Falcons picks the fumble up. He's running it back. And as he's running it back, he fumbles. And the Chargers pick the ball back up with, like, 30 seconds left in the game. J- uh, Justin Herbert throws a pass, like, 20 yards downfield. They get in the field goal range, and they win the game. It was insane. Lol, Falcons. <laughs> yeah, uh, seriously. Justin Fields had his best game as a starter. Uh, it wasn't enough, though, as Tua and the Dolphins win that one. Oof. Uh, Joe Mixon <laughs> goes off scoring. How many? Five total touchdowns? Five total touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Joe Mixon, five total touchdowns as the Bengals uh, drive the nail further into the into the coffin. That is the Panthers' season. Um, the Packers are trash. Uh, Packers yes, are, are horrible. And I love it. Oh, I, I think it's time to give. Uh, I think it's time to give Jordan Love a shot. What did I say during episode forty? I said it's time to. I said it's Jordan Love time. I see, was right. See what the young guys can do. You were. You definitely were right because you know they got young receivers now. Just throwing the young quarterback because Rogers, that guy, he can't even score over nine points nowadays. Incredible. Yeah. The Jags came back from a 17 to nothing deficit to beat the Raiders. At this point, I think it's time to throw in the towel in the Raiders season. They just, Josh McDaniels is just not a good coach. They are just. Yeah, what not the hell looking. is going on with McDaniels? Devontae uh, Adams misses Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae Adams. That sums it up perfectly. Um, the Colts got blown out, and Frank Reich lost his job. Uh, the Jets upset the Bills, and now everyone's wondering oh, are they, which New York team is actually real? And I think the Jets just made a good case. Ah. <sighs> Sad to say, yeah, they're hot. Uh, Vic- okay, this one. Vikings get a comeback win against the commies. Calvin, I know you want to talk about this one. Uh, game was right in our hands. Taylor Heineke said it himself. He has Dax Milne wide open on a, on, a, on a zig route. He throws an interception to Harrison Smith across the middle. Brings the Vikings back into the game. And then, you know, there's a minute 47 left. We have all three timeouts. Fourth down, they're kicking a field goal. We get a stupid penalty, give them a first down, and they run the clock out and they win the game. Um, But, you know, like I said last episode, we really should have won that game. Yeah. And I really should be celebrating the win right now. But that game showed you what I was talking about, about the Vikings. They're not as good as their record sets. Because no. the only real team they played obliterated them. 
And yeah, go birds. You know, that was a beautiful game. They haven't played a they hadn't played a real defense with a great front seven other than the Eagles front seven. And you saw what our front seven was doing when we were getting to Kirk and all that. The guy, and then on top of that, we had an uh, interception return for a touchdown that got called back. And that's just absolute BS call. Those guys, they were having a great matchup all game. Um, and yeah, man, it, it, it is what it is. But the Vikings, they're trash, man. They're not. They're not what their record says. We're about to find out though, because the Vikings' next four games, they're at Buffalo, at home versus Dallas, home against the Patriots, home against the Jets. They play four teams with playoff aspirations in the next loss, four weeks. Loss, loss, win, loss. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take that. Uh, looking at the late game, Seattle continues their dominance. It's Geno Smith season. He just yeah. wrecked the Cardinals. Yikes. Uh, the Cardinal. by the way, the Cardinals, I saw this was interesting. The Cardinals went all in in the offseason. The, uh, the, Vic- the Seahawks, meanwhile, traded away their franchise quarterback. Which team swept the other? <laughs> the Seahawks. <laughs> right, exactly. Tampa yeah. Bay has returned. The Bucks beat the Rams in an ugly game. Our offense is still shit, but Tampa Bay is back in a last-second touchdown drive. Ugh, we're still going to get our asses handed to us in Germany, but I don't care. We're leading the NFC South, boys. We've done it. <laughs> uh, I don't really have too much to say about Tom. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't either. I actually am like really it, pissed off at him. Like, yeah, he, he, him, him, and uh, Rogers are both pissing me off this year. Yeah. So the last two games are primetime games. Mahomes is still him. Uh, he single-handedly pulled the Chiefs to an overtime win over the Titans. Uh, Malik Willis got exposed in that game, by the way. That was that was rough. Um, and our last game, the Ravens tore up the Saints on Monday Night Football. And like you said earlier, Calvin, they're getting hot at the right time. They got a bye Traffic week this week. And, oh, yeah. So with that being said, let's jump over to our Week 10 game picks. And I got something special for uh, one of these games. We're going to start things off Thursday night, NFC South rivalry game, Panthers-Falcons. Falcons got a win to stay alive in the hunt for the NFC South. Panthers just trying to figure out what they're doing. I'm going to take the Falcons to win this. Who you guys got? Falcons. Falcons. All right. Bear with me on you, this next you one. Said you, got a, you said you got a funny one this week. I got a funny one for you guys this week, too. Here it is. Here it is. Ready? Next up is das erste NFL-Spiel, das in Deutschland gespielt wird. Die Freerbüter kampfen gegen die Sea Falcon. Wen was du? Bucks. <laughs> I just know that was German. I, I know yeah, the Bucks, Bucks are playing in Germany. <laughs> who, who do you guys play? It's Tampa versus Seattle, a very yeah, crucial game for the yeah. NFC uh, playoff seeding. Um, and it's the first game in Germany, so I... Uh, my, if my mom was watching, she would uh, kill me for saying uh, for my pronunciation because she actually could speak German. So, sorry, mom. Um, yeah, you sounded very non-German. I, 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 I'm a red-blooded American. I, I can't help it. I'm taking Tampa Bay to win this one, but it's gonna, it's gonna be very. Actually, you know what? Nah, nah. Seattle. You guys said Tampa Bay, right? Who? I'm saying Tampa. Do you have Mike Evans and Chris Galvin? Yeah. I think I like so. Tampa. Uh, before I continue, I quickly just got to recrack because I realized I didn't say who won in week nine. Uh, week nine was the best week overall. Calvin, you were nine and four. I was 10 and three. Kylie J. Sullenberger 
You went 12 and one last week in your predictions. The only game you got okay. wrong was the Washington Vikings game. You should have put in a parlay. That's incredible. Straight up. <laughs> That's amazing. Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. Re- so you said I got that one wrong. What? You got Damn. Washington. The only one you got wrong is you picked the Commanders to beat the Vikings. That's a shame. And that you should have won that one too. I know. Like... You swept last week. Damn. All right. Looking at our Sunday games. uh, First up, crucial big game, possible playoff uh, preview or something. Vikings, Bills, two of the best teams in the league. Well, one of the best teams in the league and a fraud. I'm going to take Buffalo to win this one. Who you guys got? I like Buffalo to bounce back, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. Lions and Bears, basement battle. and Well, not a basement battle anymore. Uh, (laughs) NFC North, black and blue rivalry. I'm going to take Bears. Chicago to win. Bears. I, I was going to take Chicago to win, too. I like what Justin Fields did on the ground last week. Almost 200 I wonder yards. what Tim Sinclair says. <laughs> uh, Broncos and Titans. I think we can all – actually, this is going to be a tough one. because I, if, if, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is back yet, um, but I'm actually going to say Denver wins this because Tennessee – wait, what am, what am I crazy? They got Derrick Henry. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Uh, I hate games like this. Both Me too. Duck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Tennessee. I'm gonna go Denver actually. Watch Kylie go undefeated this week. That's why. That'd be nice. Jags and Chiefs. Uh, I think this is an easy, clean sweep for Kansas City. Chiefs. Chiefs. No. Chiefs. Easy. Browns and Dolphins. Uh, I think we might see the first start of Deshaun Watson this week. Is it time? That's against the Texans. Oh, it's against the Texans. Okay. Uh, Browns, Dolphins. So Hell of a game to be come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I'm going to take Miami game. to win this. I'll take Miami to win this one. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, I like Miami. Two is hot, man. Yeah. Texans and Giants. Giants coming off the bye, going up a Texans team. That is the worst record in the league. Giants. Giants. My brother-in-law is looking forward to it, probably. <laughs> Giants. Saints versus Steelers. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do Saints versus my... Steelers? Yeah, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to win this one just because I can't root for the Saints. I'm taking Saints, but I really want them to lose. Jesus. I, I... I'll forfeit. Just give me the loss. <laughs> so you, I'll give you the Saints then, because every no one knows that if you pick the Saints, you're a loser. <laughs> All right, let's go Saints then. Colts and Raiders. Uh, we got ourselves a tank bull. Um, Raiders. There's Vegas. No way. If the Raiders lose, I'll never watch football again. <laughs> watch the Raiders lose. They're, they're, I'm going Colts. Raiders are going to lose. Oh no, <laughs> oh, Kylie. All right, we got a classic old-fashioned NFL rivalry, Cowboys and Packers. Dallas is going to wreck this. This is going to be a Dallas game. I think this is the Vegas game. Give me the Packers. Yep, I was going to say the same thing. Aaron Rodgers does have a tendency to make uh, Dallas's bitch. Uh, Cardinals and Rams, NFC West rivalry game. I'm taking the Rams to bounce back because Arizona just does not have any. Uh, Eight games like this. I know. We say that like five times a week. 
I'm going Rams. Ali, you got the Rams? Calvin, who you got? He doesn't even know. I got the Rams. Right. Chargers 49ers Sunday Night Football. This is going to be a good one. Um, I'm going to take San Francisco to win this. I'm going to. Yeah. Finally. Oh, yes. Yeah. Monday night. Yeah. It's Kylie versus Calvin versus two. Commies in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz's return, and he won't be starting because he's injured. Philly is going to walk on them. Oh, yeah? Walk. All right. Give me the commies. And this is why I say give me the commies. We're the last team to beat an undefeated team on Monday Night Football. It's true. That's right. But it's not going to happen twice. All right. Lightning doesn't strike twice. We've already lost to you guys once. We know. We know what's coming this time. We're ready. Do you? We're prepared. We are prepared. I. We're running with the best teams in the NFL now. We should have beat the quote unquote second best team in the NFL last week. Yeah, we'll see. I. I think Lightning is going to strike twice. Give me the comments to win in an upset. Washington <laughs> takes down Philadelphia, and the 72 Dolphins get to have their champagne. I'm telling you, this is the I week. I might be going to that game. This is Ooh. the week. Vegas is written all over it. So that's a good slate of games. This is going to be a fun week. We're hitting into the second half of the season. Yep. Uh, games are heating up. Every game has playoff implications. And with so many teams being terrible in the NFC, every NFC game is a playoff game, essentially. So mm-hmm. that's going to be fun. All right, let's move on. Uh, do we want to do NHL first or NBA? Because I think I can. Yeah, let's it. kick it off to your hockey corner. Okay, so NHL. So uh, week three of the NHL is uh, here, and I actually have not checked the standings in a while um, because I've been wrapped up with work. But let me check that now. Yeah, go ahead and check the, the standings real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah I'm doing that. I'm doing yeah. that. I'm de- oh, just, just, oh, my. Oh, yeah. my. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. 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 Look at that. Wow. What is going yeah. on? Devils win seven straight. Let's go. I guess I'm going to have to start in the Metropolitan. Yeah, the Devils are uh, currently two points ahead of the Islanders for first place in the Metropolitan. Where did the Islanders come from? My God. Speaking of Devils, uh, before you continue, uh, Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL. uh, (laughs) Number one. And number two, be sure to check out our Twitter space on Friday. We're going to be talking to Brat Pack, the known Devils Twitter troll who is funny as shit. And I'm very excited to talk to him about all things Devils, hockey, and trolling. Unfortunately, because I, I uh, unfortunately because I happen to call uh, call community college basketball games for a living, I won't be able to attend as I'll be calling a game. Uh, we got a big double header this weekend, but I will be sending in my question, so I'll be there in spirit. Speaking yeah. of the Devils again, before we move on, the Devils really should have won five to one last night. I watched, yeah. I watched that game from start to finish. I watched three goals get taken back. Or six yeah. to one, it should have been. Because, yeah, I watched three goals get taken back. It was incredible. It was 1-0 for the longest time when it should have been, like, four to one. The Devils so, are hot, though. They're very they hot. They are. They're currently the third best guys. record in the league. Yeah. I watched it with my own two eyes last night. Those guys can beat anybody in the NHL right now. Well, they've pulled out – a two-point lead over the Islanders for second. Shout-out to the Islanders for getting it together. Carolina's holding on to third place with 17 points. They're still holding on. But then the battle for the wild-card spot right now is uh, – right now it's being held by Philly. The Rangers are on the outside looking in. 
New York has not been able to find stability this year. Washington is showing their age. Pittsburgh is showing their age. And good God, introducing the worst team in the Atlantic, the Columbus Blue Jackets, continue to show that, man, Johnny Hockey was not the answer their franchise needed. They've gotten worse. (laughs) Meanwhile, up in the Atlantic, Boston continues to go on a tear. They are 11-2-0, best team in the East. They are just monstrously good right now. Second place, it's a tie between Detroit and Toronto. Two young teams looking to make an impression. Tampa's holding on to the wild card spot, but they're tied with Florida. And it doesn't help when we lose to to a handicapped Oilers team last night because Evander Kane had a massive slash on his hand. Hope he gets better. Actually, wait, it's Evander Kane. No, you know what? I don't hope he gets better. People, I don't want to. I hope he gets better, but I also hope he retires. So retires by choice, so I don't have to see his face anymore. Um, as for the rest of the East, uh, Buffalo, it's kind of fallen off a bit. Montreal, they're rebuilding. We expect them to be meh, and Ottawa has been underwhelming. So you know, fun stuff. Out in the West, the best team in hockey. That's where you'll find them. It's the Vegas Golden Knights, twelve and two, and no record to start the season. Twenty-four points. They lead everybody else. Seattle. Holding strong, second in the Pacific. Go Kraken. They're looking good. Um, Kings are looking solid, too. Edmonton holds on to the wild card spot in the Pacific. Uh, and then it's a pretty big gap back to Calgary, who is rebuilding as expected. Vancouver, who has managed to get off their atrocious, out of their atrocious start to actually show some skill. Uh, Anaheim, who is bad, and San Jose, who is worse. Uh, finally, in the Central, Winnipeg. And Dallas are tied for first. Dallas had the central at first for the first couple of weeks, but Winnipeg's gone on a run. They've won three straight. They're tied now with the uh, Stars for first place in the central. Colorado is four points behind those two, so it's a two-horse race right now. Then Chicago is holding on to the wildcard spot, but that should change. The Blackhawks don't really have anybody. Arizona, Minnesota, and Nashville are all tied with 11 points next. They're all just meh. Uh, yeah. And there is the worst team in hockey, the St. Louis Blues. They've lost six straight, excuse me, eight straight games. The Blues started the season three and zero. They've now lost eight straight, have just six points, and are dead last in the NHL. So fun! I, I, I shout out to the Devils, man. They've been the most impressive team so far through the first three weeks. Yeah. So that's gonna wrap up the hockey corner. Yes, uh, sir. Let's move on to basketball and wrap things up. Uh, Basketball, where it uh, we find our goober of the week. Well, the Sixers season had ju- has just started, by the way. Um, with the Phillies just. ending the World Series, the double the Sixers season has just started. So, yeah, we're one and zero. So good for us. <laughs> That's not how that. No, we're one That ain't how that works. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hmm? Just ask Joel Embiid. He said the same thing. I don't make the rules. I just really embrace this one. <laughs> Man, I, I I got so the big draw with the NBA so far this year has been the whole Kyrie Irving dra- drama. But I think I think I, we've said everything we could say about it. Um, There's more to the Nets drama. I don't know if you saw this. Probably not. Ime Yudoka been... is not the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. He isn't. No. What happened? It was they hired. The hell is his name? I don't want to say it's Vince Vaughn because obviously it's not Vince. Jules Vaughn. I forget his name. Yeah. Jules Vaughn. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw. That. I didn't think twice about it. Now I'm thinking of it. it's like, wait, they announced Udoka. What happened? Did they, Jacques. J A C. That's gotta be Jacques. It's Jacques Vaughn, probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
after a series of factors that were the result of the due diligence process. So due diligence. The Ime Yudoka situation has to be a lot worse than is being portrayed. There's something we're gonna find out that he did that like is unforgivable. Like I don't I don't yeah. want to speculate just because I don't want to say anything gross, but or pour on someone's character when it's yeah, not necessary. Yeah, I had a lesson in poor taste this weekend, uh after oh, yeah. that 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 we'll leave that for another day, but yeah. Um let's uh yeah, this whole situation is uh, pretty wild. Um, looking around the NBA, we got a lot of big blowouts we had this past week. Uh, I love it so much. So we got the Raptors killing the Spurs, one forty-three to one hundred. Uh, the Cavs That's murdering insane. the Pistons, one hundred and twelve to eighty-eight. The Nets beating the Wizards, one twenty-eight to eighty-six. Um, and then the Grizzlies blowing out the Hornets, one thirty to ninety-nine. Yikes! Yeah, I the, it. Lots of blowouts this week. And my favorite is when two really crappy teams play each other because then, like, we see this with football. When two crappy teams play each other in baseball, you sometimes get like really high scoring games. Yes. And that was the case with the Rockets and the Magic game. The Rockets beat the Magic 134 to 127. Like, I love, love when that happens. Because my team isn't crappy, so I don't have to watch two crappy teams. But, like, high-scoring games when it's not your team, fun to watch. I think uh, I think the – yeah, I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Um, was that in regulation, by the way? Yes. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. But the, how do the, you – The stars of the NBA's past are turning over in their sleeps. Yeah, you score 127 – but you still lose. That's and another crappy team, the Timberwolves. You put in our notes who expected the Timberwolves to be good. I did. I thought they'd Why? take a step forward. I thought with their young talent and their playoff appearance, they're finally clicking. I thought you got Cat Gobert and Anthony Edwards blocking the paint, bro. I was wrong. I, I thought they would be a little bit better than their record show, too. All right, well, to to flip it around, what's going on with Golden State? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with refs as well? This game was... Nobody talk about Golden State because they're the defending champs. Yeah, but here's... Look at this. Like, Clay Thompson clearly fouls... I forget his name. Um, Blanking on his name right now, but... Does he play for the Magic? Yeah, so... Yeah, he doesn't have a name. He plays for the Magic. Yeah. So watch this. He, Clay Thompson very clearly fouls him. Would have <clears throat> it was a three point attempt. It would have sent him to the foul line to tie the game up and go into overtime. Hit the three to beat Orlando. Looking, looking, Herder to tie the game. It's an air ball. The Warriors win. The Warriors win it. One sixteen, one thirteen. They snap the losing streak. Curry seventeen in the fourth saves the day. They'll see the same Kings team on Sunday, and that was a huge fourth quarter that these world champions definitely needed. They shoot 50%, hold Sacramento. So he very clearly fouls. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I don't know what's up there, but... um, Yeah. 
They ruled it was a missed call too. <clears throat> Did they at least? Yeah, they at least admitted we made a mistake. I, I guess. Yeah. I'm not letting them off the hook, but I'll give no. them a. Okay. Oh, where you stuck? That's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. <clears throat> What's up everybody with the Lakers? Wants, yeah, I was just about to say everybody wants to keep talking about my Lakers, but the Warriors suck too. Yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of teams that are <clears throat> very much underperforming. If you want to but, get into the Lakers, though, we suck right now because LeBron sucks right now. I'm not, I'll just be honest with you. Like everybody, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook, this Russell Westbrook, that LeBron sucks right now. I don't think LeBron. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I think maybe the first night, that was it. LeBron has had one 30-point game this year. I think LeBron has had one game over 25 points this year. LeBron has not been LeBron at all. He looks tired on the court. He looks like he doesn't want to play basketball. I seen a man go like three for 10 from the three-point line the other night. I couldn't believe it. Like, he's garbage. And that's Yeah, coming, he's not having a good season. That's coming from the biggest LeBron fan, you know. Yeah. Um, here's the standings, though. So, for the East, it's Milwaukee. They're nine and one. They're they had their first loss on Monday. Like they're having a <clears throat> they're having a good start. So then Cleveland at two, then Boston, Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago, Indiana, New York, Washington, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Miami, Charlotte, Detroit, Orlando. So, seven and eight play each other. Indiana plays New York. This is for playoff picture. Indiana plays New York. The winner of that game plays Cleveland. The loser of that game plays the winner of Washington and Philadelphia. And then the winner of that matchup plays Milwaukee. And then it's Boston and Chicago, then Atlanta and Toronto. So that's the playoff picture for the East. For the West, here we go. It's Utah up top, which kind of surprising. Then Phoenix, Portland, Denver, Dallas, Memphis, Clippers, Pelicans, <clears throat> the Spurs, Timberwolves, Thunder, Warriors, Kings, Lakers, Rockets. Yes, I changed up the names midway through talking about them. So for playing, it's the Clippers and then the Pelicans. The winner of that game plays Phoenix. The loser of that game plays the winner of San Antonio and Minnesota. The winner of that game would play Utah in a playoff series. And then it's Portland and Memphis and Denver and Dallas. That's confusing, but right now we're not worried about that because it's just the beginning of the season. But that's just what it would be if the playoffs ended four weeks, a couple weeks into the season. For our stat leaders, we have for points, it's Luca with 36. Curry is 30, has 32.6, so it's a pretty good difference between the two. For assists, it's James Harden with 10 points, you know, 10 assists per game. Hall Tyrese Halliburton has 9.7, so it's relatively close. For three-pointers, it's Steph Curry with 5.3 per game. Buddy Heald has 4.2 per game right now. So <clears throat> it's always going to be Steph. For rebounds, 
No real surprise here. Rudy Gobert is leading the, the league with 13.9 rebounds per game. Uh, Nikola Vucevic has 12.3. So it's pretty big difference. For blocks, you have Brooke Lopez with 2.5 blocks per game. And Ivica Zubac with 2.5 as well. So it's a two-way tie. For steals, OG Ananobi leads with 3.1 steals per game. DeJounte Murray has 2.5. So it's, yeah. It's OG Ananobi right now. All right. So there you go. <laughs> so before we wrap things up, uh, Goober of the Week, uh, Kyle, you put Ben Simmons. What did Ben do? Got his ankles broken. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been Not as bad as the guy from the uh, Wizards. Oh, we should have played That's that true. clip. That was on. Yeah. That, that was so bad that it got put on Come On Man by Monday Night Football. They never touched <laughs> that. That's amazing. I love that. I love that too. <laughs> Well, uh, that's going to pretty much wrap up the show, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning into the Beer Battered Sports Podcast. Hey, we got under an hour this time. Let's go. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we got it under an yes. hour. Yes. Be sure to check out the link in our Twitter bio because merch, we want you looking good. So go do that. Tune into our Twitter space this Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we can talk about all things hockey, devils, trolling, all that good stuff. And, yeah, see you guys next week and Friday. We'll see you guys Friday and next week. Remember, Colts coverage is coming on next week. It'll be great to have him back. It'll be his, uh, I believe, third time on the show. So, yeah. Technically third, yeah, because the second time was – The second time was – uh, uh, Yeah, that, that – Still the greatest moment in show history. And, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Buy our merch. Yes, buy our merch. When you looking good. Yes. Go we'll see to you guys it. next time. Yes. Bye, guys. Peace.